Welcome to your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast with Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, broadcasting live from our headquarters studios in Buffalo, New York. Visit us online at empoweringeverydaywomen.org. Today's inspiration is to admonish you to pray this simple prayer, Lord, do it again. If you need God to show up again in your life and give you a breakthrough and make a way for you, he's sending this word to let you know it is his good pleasure to bless you. He wants you to ask him confidently for what you need and expect him to show up on your behalf. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever and wherever you're listening to this Thursday, June 25th, 2020 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. It's Deanna Hobbs here, bringing you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever. And I'm thanking God that you tuned in again to hear a word of biblical inspiration. So much is changing and going haywire in our nation. But aren't you grateful that Jesus is the same today, yesterday, and forever, and his word is always powerful, relevant, and just what we need. That is why it warms my heart to see how generous you are in sowing into this ministry and making sure that these broadcasts remain an absolutely free resource on select radio stations and wherever podcasts are heard. God is just so good, and you are the most amazing faith family a girl could ever ask for. A precious member of our Daily Cup community named Taurus from Alabama wrote into the ministry and said, I I recently lost both of my parents to COVID-19 in the span of two weeks and then got laid off from my job the next week. It left me devastated. I had been my parents' primary caretaker and I didn't know how to move forward without them. I couldn't go out to church and our small ministry doesn't have anything set up online. I went looking for some help and discovered this powerful ministry. When I need a word, you're there to encourage me and keep me looking to Jesus. I love you and pray. Praise God for all you do. Oh, bless the name of God. That made me emotional. Taurus, I'd give you a great big hug if I could. Please know that our entire faith community is praying for you in this time of grieving and loss. What a blessing it is for me to be able to share the life-changing gospel with you. Can we get a praise break for how God is blessing Taurus through this ministry? and inspiring testimonies like this remind us that God is transforming lives through this ministry. We are grateful for your support that keeps these broadcasts available online as a free resource to help others grow. If you are being blessed and you believe in our mission to share the gospel, sow a seed of any size at empoweringeverydaywomen.org donate. Thank you for your generosity. It is time for a word from God, but first a prayer. Lord, it is you who have gathered us together and caused this precious individual to press play. Anoint me today and give me exactly what to say so they will come away knowing that they have heard from you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So Daily Cut family, yesterday morning I got through my abdominal workout, but it was so hard. You know, training the muscles in my stomach is painful, but strengthening my core is a core focus, no pun intended, since last year because I got that hysterectomy and having major surgery weakened my core a whole lot. 
Before my hysterectomy, I was diagnosed with fibroids, and I'll just go over this for the sake of our new listeners who don't know about my medical history. Fibroids are really, really common. About 70 to 80% of women get these non-cancerous tumors. My fibroids, though, weren't the main problem. The biggest issue for me was my diagnosis with severe adenomyosis. It's a benign gynecological condition where the endometrial tissue invades the muscle wall of the uterus and causes severe bleeding, pain, cramping and other horrible symptoms. My condition was so advanced that I just needed to have my whole uterus taken out. Unfortunately, I had unanticipated post-surgical complications unrelated to the hysterectomy, which went perfectly fine. And I wound up in the ICU and then I contracted an infection in the ICU, went home and had to go back to the ICU. And it looked like I might not make it out that last time with multiple seizures and a mini stroke. But God bless brought me through. Let me get off of that before I end up shouting in this studio. My, the Lord is good. So last year, when I got strong enough, I started working out. I refused to feel sorry for myself because for a moment, I remember feeling so heavy and a bit lost and confused because I had been deathly ill just two years earlier and God worked a miracle. And then there I was right back in the hospital, knocking at death's door for something completely different, needing to get my strength back. And even though going through it was disappointing, I'll be honest, I still knew that the same God who raised me up before was more than able to do it again. And during my Bible study time yesterday, I was reading about Samson and I was drawn to Judges 16 and 28, which says, Then Samson prayed to the Lord, Sovereign Lord, remember me again. Oh God, please strengthen me just one more time. In other words, he prayed, Lord, do it again. Here, Samson, one of the judges of Israel, was in a messed up situation. He had gotten involved with the infamous Delilah, a Philistine woman who sold Samson out to the Philistine rulers that hated him. Samson, who was notoriously strong, was used by God to avenge Israel, the Lord's chosen ones, against their enemies, the Philistines. But unfortunately, Samson got too comfy with Delilah and revealed the source of his strength, which was his hair that had never been cut because of the Nazarite vow he made to God. So he was consecrated to the Lord. You can read all about the Nazarite vow in number six. But after Samson's hair was cut, he lost his strength and the Philistine attackers gouged out both his eyes, blinding him permanently. Then they threw him into prison where he became a grinder of grain. Most horrific of all, and even more tragic than his physical capture, was the fact that the Philistines gave credit for Samson's defeat and capture to their false god Dagon, and they held a celebration in their temple. This was a slap in the face to the God of Israel, the one and only true and living God, for the Philistines to suggest that Dagon, a false idol, was greater than Yahweh. Daily Cut family, I was thinking about something that happened when I was in middle school. I got into the dumbest fight. It was a hot afternoon after the school day was over, right? And I was walking home with one of my friends. And as we were walking, I heard this angry voice shout out, Hey, Deanna, I heard you want to fight me. I may have told you about this story before, but just indulge me for a minute. So I had no desire to fight anybody. But when I turned around, there was a huge mob of kids with this girl. And I knew that meant they were there to see the showdown. And there was no way 
I was getting out of it. My opponent and I were walking around in circles, baking in the hot sun, looking at each other. It was like a scene straight out of a Western movie, only there were no guns or cowboy hats. The girl said, yo mama is a cat and yo daddy is a dog. And that was it. It was on. I don't remember much else, but when I came back to reality, someone was pulling me off the poor girl. I had stumped her into the ground. It's not my proudest moment, but the crowd chanted, ooh, Deanna whooped her out. So after this melee was over, I walked home and my mother was in the kitchen. She appeared to be getting ready to greet me, but instead I saw this horrified look and she asked, what happened to your head and face? Now, until that moment, I thought I was all good. I stepped in the kitchen fully prepared to pretend like I had not been scrapping like a barbarian in the street. And then mom said, why do you have all those knots on your head? So I had to come clean and tell her I was fighting. But Daily Cut family, I had been under the assumption that I had come out of that fight without a scratch. After all, I did win. Everybody confirmed it. But when I got in front of a mirror, who buddy, she had put some gigantic lumps all upside my head and carved bright red scratches in my face. I did not know I was walking home looking like I had been jumped by an angry mob. It's funny now, but that whole thing was a petty mess. When I got back to school though, that fight was all anybody talked about. They talked endlessly about how I had beat that girl up and they mocked her relentlessly, especially because she started the fight and then got beat up. I didn't even want to fight, but bragging rights after pummeling your opponent were a thing in my day. And here in Judges, the Philistines had bragging rights after pummeling their opponent Samson. They sent for him to come in and entertain them during their celebration in the temple while they credited Dagon with the victory. You may remember the false god Dagon is featured in 1 Samuel 5. During a time when Israel had given itself over to sin, God allowed the Philistines to steal the Ark of the Covenant, which was a sacred symbol of the presence of God. So the Philistines took the Ark to a city called Ashdod and placed it in their temple next to guess who? Dagon. The Philistines believed that Dagon, which was half man, half fish, had the power to grant worshippers fertility and agricultural abundance. And in 1 Samuel 5 and 3, early in the morning, when the people of Ashdod got up, they found Dagon had fallen on his face on the ground in front of the Ark of the Lord. The people set him back up. And the following morning, they found Dagon fallen again. But this time, his head and hands had been broken off and only his body remained. And here in our lesson, we are about to see Dagon fall again. I want you to think about how insulting this scene was to the God of Israel for this half fish, half man, powerless idol to be praised by the Philistines while Samson, who represented God and Israel, stood there defeated, weak and blind. But Samson, despite all his imperfections and how he in some ways contributed to his own downfall, was still on divine assignment and God was going to use him again in this moment. When Samson got into the temple, he said to the young servant who was leading him by the hand, place my hands against the pillars that hold up the temple. I want to rest against them. It seemed like a harmless request. 
So the servant obliged him. Though Samson was in a desperate, humiliating position and couldn't see anything, he had the clarity of mind to pray that prayer I read to you a few moments ago. Sovereign Lord, remember me again. Oh God, please strengthen me just one more time. And God heard Samson's prayer and gave him strength one more time. Samson pushed with all his might and down came the temple on the rulers and all the people in it. Samson gave up his own life in that final display of God's power working through him. And on that one day, Samson killed more Philistines than he did his whole life and all of the 20 years he led Israel. Samson's story, even with some of its tragic components, in the end was a triumph and an encouragement to anybody who needs to know that God is able to vindicate you again, strengthen you again, restore you again, heal you again, give you a breakthrough again, and get glory through your life again. No matter how many times you get in trouble and need to call on the name of the Lord, He'll answer you over and over again. No matter how many dark days and difficult situations you face, Psalm 34 19 says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. I sense in my spirit that somebody listening needs to say, Do it again, Lord. In 2 Corinthians 1 and 10, Paul shared the confidence that he had in God's power to deliver over and over again with the church at Corinth. He said, He has delivered us from such a deadly peril, and He will deliver us again. On Him we have set our hope that He will continue to deliver us. Be confident that God hears you and will answer. Be sure that he will turn it around. Believe for greater things. If Samson could go to God and say, Lord, do it again, so can you. Psalm 34 and 6 says, This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. God is sending this word because he wants you to ask him for what you want. Ask him for what you need. Believe he'll answer you. He loves his children and he wants us to to trust him, to give you the courage you need to approach God in faith. I'm stirring 1 John 5 and 14 through 15 in the New Living Translation right into your cup of inspiration, which says, and we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us when we make our request, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. Oh my, my, my. As you drink down the contents of your cup, today, meditate on the words of Luke 11 and 9 that tells you to ask and keep on asking and it shall be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking and you shall find. Knock and keep on knocking and the door shall be open to you. Whatever it is that you need, ask God over and over again and you'll see him do it and bless you over and over again. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. I'm making a petition on their behalf that you will show yourself strong in their life once again. Do it again, Lord. Work miracles, open doors, make ways, set them free, exceed their expectations, and we believe that it shall be done according to your perfect will. In Jesus' name, we pray and connect our faith for manifestation. Amen. Your daily cup of inspiration has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to yourdailycupofinspiration.com.